How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Keep It Kayfabe podcast. I'm here alone today. We're going to talk about UFC 202, NXT results, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, there's a lot of injuries, a lot of news coming out of this. And at the end, we have some John Jones news and uh, some Nate Diaz potential news. So stay tuned for that at the end of the show. So this weekend at UFC 202, Conor McGregor stuck in there and he beat Nate Diaz in a majority decision in a relatively crazy fight. There was a few knockdowns in the first round by Conor McGregor. And uh, he easily outclassed Diaz when he had gas, but that wasn't the case the whole fight. Um, in the third round, he actually he lost uh, he lost a lot of energy, and he almost gassed out just like the first fight. But uh, he's hung in there. Um, Diaz delivered a 10-8 round on a few judges' scorecards in the third round, but McGregor came back. He won the fourth. He probably didn't win the fifth round, but you know some of the judges uh, some of the judges even gave it to him. So. Now he's hung in there for a five-round uh, fight. It wasn't a title fight, but, you know, Diaz is a, is a high-level guy. He's not elite. He's still not top five in either division. So it's not like Rigger went five rounds with somebody elite. He definitely, you know, couldn't hang with, you know, the bigger names. He knocked out Jose Aldo in the first couple seconds. But, um, yeah, McGregor did a great job here, and uh, even the hardcore fans are going to be won over a little bit. And as long as he doesn't face any crazy legends or older names he's probably going to be rooted for by everybody casuals and hardcore fans alike it is interesting to note that nate diaz could not be cornered uh, by his brother nick diaz because um a few years ago after fighting anderson silva nick diaz was suspended for five years and i think a hundred thousand dollar fine uh that got reduced um in the time since and he's actually off suspension now, so he was eligible to corner his brother, but he hasn't paid his fine yet. So uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission said if he paid a portion of his fine, then he would be able to corner Nate Diaz. Um, but he said no, and he talks uh, stopped shortly after that. So it was only Jake Shields and Gilbert Melendez in the Diaz corner. And speaking of uh, suspensions and fines, Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor are both going to be heavily fined for the brawl uh, a few days prior to the uh, their main event fight because um, both Diaz and members of his corner threw bottles and hit members of the media and family members and stuff like that, and, and they're probably going to face at least six-figure fines because um, disclosed pay was Conor McGregor received $3 million and uh, he reportedly actually received around $15 million, but that's... Not official, not disclosed or anything, but officially he received three million, and Diaz received two million. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, it, I think, I, I could be wrong. I think Nevada State is the ones who are gonna find them. So, I, Nevada State typically is pretty lenient, but with the Diaz brothers, you never know. They find Nick in a really unfair way in the past, so they're probably gonna do the same to his brother here. As for Connor, since he got a really big purse, I mean, you know, even 10% of that's huge, so we'll see. And, you know, the news really never stops between these two because at the post-fight press conference, Nate Diaz was blowing a uh, CBD vape pen, which is like a marijuana oil vape pen. And this normally wouldn't be a problem because he uh, he has a, a license in California, and theoretically he applied for an exemption. But even if he applies for an exemption, it can't be used in competition. And up until six hours after the fight is considered in competition. However, um, it's believed that Nate had already passed his post-fight drug test from USADA and then attended the post-fight press conference. So 
He had already taken his drug test. He went to this press conference. He started blowing this CBD vape pen. And while it is banned in competition, and if it was in competition, he theoretically could be suspended for, you know, a two-year ban, just like everyone else who fails these PED or drug tests. Maybe not as severe because, you know, it's it's only a, a weed pen. But either way, it's worth noting that most people at the post-fight press conference uh, are drinking a beer, and alcohol is also prohibited uh, during the in-competition period. So so if they're going to suspend Diaz here for this, they would also have to go and look at everyone else at the post-fight press conference and see what they were doing and suspend them accordingly. That's just if they want to be fair to everybody. You know, That's not really how they work, but if that's how it was, if they really were fair to everybody, then that's how it would be. And uh, after the fight, McGregor was also suspended for six months because of a uh, leg injury. And it's believed that he didn't break his leg, but he might have uh, fractured his shin uh, kicking Diaz. So stay tuned for that. He's probably not going to be fighting anytime soon, but it's believed that he's going to go to 155 and fight Eddie Alvarez for the lightweight title. And he's probably not going to make the drop to 145 again. They might let him keep the belt just for the for the sake of letting him be called a two-division champion, but... That would be ridiculous. They should really, you know, force him to drop that featherweight belt if he's not going to defend it at 145. And at this point, uh, I don't even know if he could make the weight. And speculation is he can't. In the co-main event of the evening, we saw Anthony Rumble Johnson knock out Glover Teixeira in 13 seconds. There was only like two exchanges in the whole fight, and Rumble Johnson came forward with a with a brutal uppercut that just sent Glover flying. And rumors were that somebody in the crowd caught one of Glover's teeth. And uh, it's very similar to when um, Leo Tomachita knocked out Randy Couture with the Karate Kid uh, front kick to the face. And, uh, yeah, that was insane. He put him away. And uh, Rumble Johnson is a scary, scary boy. Rumors are he's going to fight John Jones if John Jones comes off suspension, uh, which we have to talk about right now. John Jones, uh, the rumor is is that he failed his drug test, not for estrogen blockers now, as was previously reported, rather Cialis. Now, uh, Brian Redband on the Joe Rogan experience a couple days before was joking that uh, Joe Rogan, with Joe Rogan, that John Jones failed for boner pills, and that's exactly what Cialis is. Cialis is boner pills. So, uh, that is banned. So, I mean, he should still get a suspension, but it probably wouldn't be a two-year ban. It would probably be more like a slap on the wrist and a six-month suspension, if anything, maybe even less. Maybe they'll just let him fight. According to Dana White, uh, it seems to be pretty good to go. He says he wasn't supposed to talk about it on the record, I think, but uh, it's looking pretty good for John Jones right now. Um, he's still not out of the woods yet, and he could still face a two-year ban. It's not likely, uh, but as Dana White said, John Jones has nine lives. You never know. Um I guess he's just going to keep coming back, so we'll see how it goes from here. And if he can stay clean, he should be able to get back to a fight with Cormier. Cormier has said he's not interested in fighting John Jones, but it's inevitable if uh, Jones is clean and he keeps winning. We have some breaking news here. Rory McDonald has signed with Bellator. He's no longer with the UFC. He's been removed from the UFC rankings. He was a free agent after his last fight with Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, and he lost a five-round decision to Wonderboy. It really wasn't that close. Uh, but UFC would have re-signed Rory for a pretty significant deal, so Bellator must be uh, 
really digging deep in their pockets to sign Rory. He is a notable name in the welterweight division and probably the biggest active name in Canada. He's the biggest Canadian fighter other than George St. Pierre. And uh, George St. Pierre is also rumored to come back for UFC 206. So, I mean, it's probably not the end of uh, the road for Rory in the UFC because he's probably going to come back after he rides out his Bellator contract and probably signs for way, way more down the line with the UFC because um, the paydays are starting to increase. I mean, a couple of years ago, the biggest payday was 200000 or, you know, half a million, and now $3 million disclosed, $15 million undisclosed. So, um, yeah, good for Rory. I'm glad he signed for a big uh, big amount. He's a, he's a vet. He is a huge name in the welterweight division. He can give Bellator some credibility. And that's it for this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we will have some more news probably about pro wrestling. I just decided to split the podcast up today because there was so much so much actual wrestling this weekend. There's been four huge shows in the last four days, so there's a lot to talk about there. We have some new champions. We're going to have the Raw and SmackDown review as well as the SummerSlam, SummerSlam review um, with analysis on Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton and what it means. Um, apparently Lesnar has used up all his dates in WWE. And he's not going to be able to fight in MMA, so we'll see what's going on there. And uh, thank you for listening. This is our 10th show. Next one will be the 11th. It'll be out soon. So until next time, see you later.